Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage, and this is our off-brand podcast, the only podcast to swear to win the 2024 presidential election. Fuck yeah. We're going to get this. Um, so this week, <laughs> I've been listening to the Adventure Zone, specifically the Amnesty arc. Oh, I haven't heard of that before. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't heard of the Adventure Zone, you're a loser, and I'm calling everybody out. Uh, th- this will be relevant, I know, but like, it's also hilarious that like we would be a podcast to talk about other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I want to do a fan podcast that talks about another podcast, and just like every episode, whatever they talk about, <laughs> like cover that, and then we could have a like a podcast after that that talks about our podcast talking about the other <laughs> podcast. Anyway, uh, but, what, what's, yeah. what's Adventure Zone up to these days? Yeah, so the Amnesty arc is when they're in this, like, little skiing town, but they talk about a lot of cryptids, which, if you are unfamiliar with the term, a cryptid, by Merriam-Webster standards, is an animal that is claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Um, and the uh, Wikipedia definition of cryptid is actually kind of funny. It's like... It's let me just look it up really quick cuz it's kind of I guess funny. it is just an animal. Yeah, so cryptids are animals that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the world but whose present existence is disputed or unsubstantiated by hard science. So, I have a co- my like real question is to become a cryptozoologist, like what kind of schooling? Is that just something you title yourself as? Uh there's a YouTube page that I follow called um Storied which is PBS. Mm. And one section of the YouTube channel is uh, Monstrum. And it's this uh, woman who talks about like these different mythical beasts and cryptids. Uh, and she is, she does have a PhD in it. She is a doctor. So I guess a doctor is the answer to the question. <laughs> you have to be a doctorate level person in cryptozoology. Which is like, that would imply that there are schools that study crypto zoological data um it's it's got to be a hard one like zoology is the base level yeah but also like history world mythology like there's a lot of other things that would also factor into it uh yeah and somewhat like anthropology factors in. yeah absolutely because like a lot of it is like ancient civilizations believed in x because of y oh my god I'm sorry. I looked up <laughs> I looked up cryptozoology to see if there was like any schools or anything that people can actually go to. And I also I and I will come back to that. But I'm about to go on a business trip to Portland, Maine like next week. No, 2 weeks from now. And in 2003, Lauren Coleman opened the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine. Guess where the <laughs> fuck I'm going? <laughs> Yeah, but there's the International Society of Cryptozoology, which is an American organization that existed from 1982 to 1998. They had big dreams. Well, wasn't the Mothman, like, big in the 80s? Like, really big? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mothman was, like, huge. I think Mothman's still pretty big. I think Mothman's, like, the Midwest version of, um, maybe not the Midwest version of Sasquatch, but just, like, that level of hype. I think there's a difference between Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Uh, the first article I found is Bigfoot, a.k.a. Sasquatch. Okay, well, there's that. Bigfoot also commonly referred to as Sasquatch. 
U.S. Oh, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. U.S. Department <laughs> of Mythical Wildlife. Ugh. Uh, 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 That's uh, the one I want to get into. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Wait for this. The term... Okay, so I'm just going to read this to you. Sightings of a large, hairy humanoid creature in the northwestern United States and western Canada date back centuries. Native American tribes in these areas named the creature... I, I'm probably going to butcher this, but... Sisquack, which means wild or hairy man in the Halkomelem, a language of indigenous people in British Columbia. The term morphed into Sasquatch in Canadian newspapers in the 1920s. The name Bigfoot was coined by the Humboldt Times in the late 50s. Yeah, girl. Fuck yeah. Bigfoot is fucking huge up here. Like, there's oh. so many, like, shops where it's like, this is just a Bigfoot store. There's nothing else. Yeah, well, that's like uh the 101, like, just south when you, like, really get into the forest. Like, the first weird little road cut off ends up being a giant fucking Bigfoot store. Was it the Legends of Bigfoot? Was that the place in Garberville? Um, maybe. It's, like, right when the 101 starts to get foresty. Yeah, and you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Civilization. Get to know the Ola Chupacabra. <laughs> that's a great Hello, fucking... Chupacabra? Yeah, that's one of the titles of the articles on the Hola. Uh, U.S. Department of Mythical Wildlife. You know what's fucking crazy about cryptids? While I was researching stuff, there is actually, like, each state, like, the actual state government website has a page about their famous cryptids. Yeah. That's fucking bonkers. I mean, it makes sense, like, to bring tourists in, like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's there's Super Ghost down in uh, Montana. You want to go see Super Ghost? Yeah, it just Make sure to spend money there. Seems wild, because then, like, Bureau of Land Management has cryptids of North America. Wild. We have more than a few, but Bigfoot and, and Mothman are the only ones that come to mind off the top of my head. Um, I know we had, like, another big one. In California? Or just Pacific uh, Northwest? In, in the U.S. Um, let's look up... America's most famous cryptids. Oh, the California cryptid called the Fresno Nightcrawler, which I'm like, how famous can that be if I've never heard of it? I know Chupacabra's one. We've it got just sounds like a serial rapist. No, thank yeah, you. well, yeah, Nightcrawler, like, <laughs> um, so we can name Chupacabra, Mothman, Bigfoot. I wonder if the East Coast has cool cryptids. Is Wendigo Canadian or American? Um. Because I know Wendigo's know. A, a big one. It, it's an old Native American one. Oh, Wendigos are pretty cool, too. I think, isn't that like the first monster that they hunt in, um... Oh my god, I can't think of it. Supernatural. Jesus Christ. I somehow knew you were going to say Supernatural, and I was like, already had it in the chamber of... I'm <laughs> like, like waiting, I, I don't waiting. do Supernatural. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I just looked at a video made in 2016 about eight most famous cr American cryptids. First one, Mothman. Easy. Second one... Pope Lick Monster. Sorry? Pope Lick Monster. Okay, that is what you said. I was not having a stroke. Yep. Nope, you are not having a stroke. Do you smell toast? You could still be having a stroke, but it's not about what I'm saying. What if I'm just surrounded by toast, like, a lot? Yeah, I guess that's fair. But yeah, no, I looked up cryptids. I started with, um, there's this company that's Rogue Brewing based in Oregon. And they've actually named a couple of their beers after cryptids. So one of the ones that uh, I've seen is called Batsquatch. So I looked up the cryptid Batsquatch. Um, so it's described as having yellow eyes, a dog muzzle, 
which in every depiction of bat scratch it doesn't really look like it has a dog muzzle but that's the description blue fur bird-like feet which i also heavily question because do bird feet and bat feet look so wildly different that we needed to say bird-like feet and not bat-like feet i'm sorry i'm stuck on bat squatch uh the mm-hmm. name alone like somebody yeah. saw sasquatch and they're like i could do better they're like he can fly what if it's a bat what if he's got just big ass wings yeah but like you know birds pretty well are bird feet and bat feet all that different oh uh Yes. I mean, it depends on the bird, because there's all different kinds of bird feet. But bat feet are, like, you know, kind of rodenty, right? I... It's the bat part I don't know don't about. No, Like, I know that they're, like, their dimensions of their little bones are different. But, like, can't, are they really that? Okay, yeah, I guess. Okay, like, a bird foot. I'm looking at, like, a, a chicken-looking foot over here, and then it's next to a bat. And the bat's foot looks more like a spider, I guess. It's like a little fuzzy, multi-toed spray or splay spider yeah it does like little spider toes yeah i guess so if you look up bat feet because they like splay out so far which i guess makes sense because they gotta be able to like grab stuff like these creepy little long ass toes i mean there's different kinds of bats too so they're all different i just looked up bat feet and it's so weird (laughs) some of them are so hairy and so fleshy at the same You're time. the FBI agent tasked with following your browser history is just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. No, he just noted that I have a new fetish for sure. I think mine just gave up and quit. I feel like your FBI agent is not just one person. It's like everybody at the precinct has to take a turn each month. It's like paying your dues. <laughs> and they have to, sometimes they have to like fire Draw straws. And hire people. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Like that way, everybody's exposed as minimally as possible. Fucking damage freak. <laughs> yeah. It oh. it's crazy too, cause like if it's a if it's if it's something that I need to Google that I'm like I feel really like unsure about, uh, and not just porn, just like things like, uh, do dolphins have fingers? Like I'll go into <laughs> incognito, which really just absolves my local storage. But like, yeah, it the FBI knows yeah. that I'm doing this, and they're like, ugh, Jesus. I love Couldn't it. have just stayed in school. Because I know why you're looking up dolphin fingers. Well, they don't have fingers. I know. I looked it up. But uh, <laughs> uh, that was just an example. I couldn't think of any good ones off the top of my head. Yeah, but I've definitely just, been like... I was thinking of... Like, fun. I'll look up a word that I should know, and I'll make sure to, like, incognito it. D- yeah, no, I do that all the time, because... I feel like when I stopped reading a shit ton, my spelling acuity kind of went out the window. I'm like, I still know all these words. I just don't. I like, even if I do know how to spell it, I doubt that I know how to spell it. Oh, oh God. No, no, no. I I do it too, though. I'll be writing and I'll be typing and I'll type out a word and I'm like, is that right? Yeah, you're like, is Is that wrong? Like, why don't I remember? What, Mm -hmm. what? fucking dumb piece of knowledge out there did i pick up that replaced this word yep and it could be a myriad of things okay honestly it's final fantasy trivia it's always final fantasy (laughs) trivia (laughs) it is always and forever final fantasy trivia but he will not go to trivia nights do you like trivia like as a i love trivia i fucking love trivia do you really next time i visit let's go to trivia because i fucking love trivia i'm god awful at it but i enjoy it i mean i like trivia pursuit i like um uh we usually put on like, yeah, we did it last time you were here, like the guess the the music or the band or the song. Mm-hmm. I do that shit all the yeah, time. No, like, what you're... what movie is the scene from? Like, I've mm-hmm. got all kinds of useless bullshit in there. Dude, uh, 
just to circle back to the bat feet, I just scrolled to some art of the bat creature uh, from Sonic with Sonic. Yes, yes, I I, I just passed that too, and, and I'm like, Ugh, one Jesus. of them is her with her eyes closed and these I, little I'm like black it. morphous hands massaging her feet, and I just it's hilarious because like when you said hold on, I'm like you're looking at the rouge bat feet pic, yep. aren't you? Yep. I am going to send you, I found a picture of what, this bat looks so happy. No, now Is it's it a fruit bat? I don't know. You tell me. No, I forget what kind of bats these are. I used to know a little bit about bats. I know that they're not bugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I used to love like the flying foxes and the fruit bats. Mm-hmm. I think they're the same thing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I really always, I've, I've always been fascinated with vampire bats though. Why? Because they want to suck your blood. Uh, it's because their faces look like pugs that have just been hit with a shovel. <laughs> yeah, they do look pretty fucking fantastic. So what does this all have to do with cryptids? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, Bat Squatch is how we got here. Um, So right. yeah, he's got bird-like feet. I guess not bat feet. The only bat feature he has it, or it has is bat wings. It supposedly Could they be has... like dragon wings? Uh, nope, they're bat wings. <laughs> It's bat wings and bird feet. This is not dragon squatch. It is bat squatch. Dragon squatch. <laughs> um, it has a 50 foot wingspan and is nine feet tall. And guess what? He's got superpowers. Do you want to know what his superpower is? Uh, super hearing? No. That Let's... would make more sense. <laughs> the ability to affect car engines. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Because that makes total logical sense. Um, Sorry I'm late, boss. Bat Squatch is out there. No, I get it. I get it, Tim. <laughs> Dude, he makes traffic such a fucking nightmare for everybody. Day in and day out. This goddamn asshole. But only uh, only traffic bad in one place? Or is he, like, in East LA, too? Um, I think he tries to hit most local metropolitan areas. Like Santa Claus? He's the Santa Claus of traffic? <laughs> yeah. Squatch, the Santa Claus of traffic. Exactly. <laughs> He's a fucking douchebag Santa rolling around making everybody late to dinner. Um, so the way that Bat Squatch came into existence is that okay, so the article that I found is that Bat Squatch is n- like native to the Mount St. Helens area and became uh like a commonly known I get or quote unquote commonly known because I don't think it's a very well known uh cryptid. In the 1980s, but then proceeds to start the history of Bat Squatch in 1994. So I don't know if that's a typo or if Bat Squatch wrote this and is trying to give himself some, like, reverse clout added to his history or what the deal is. Bat Squatch is home to Mount St. Helens. Oh, here's, I think here's why it's the 1980s. There's a. Um, legend, I guess would be the proper word for it, that when Mount St. Helens erupted, it opened up like a fissure to the inside of the earth where a bunch of like more demonic sort of like monsters lived. Yeah. So there was this rumor legend that diabolical flying apes were released from the earth when the 1980s eruption happened. But Bat Squatch, so there's like some theories that that's where Bat Squatch came from, but Bat Squatch is not a diabolical flying ape, apparently. They're two different things. This article was very specific about that they are not the same. 
Not the same. <laughs> I am not a diabolical flying ape. I'm becoming more and more convinced that Bat Squatch wrote the article that I read. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. I'll write by myself. <laughs> um, so I actually found a map of the North American cryptids. Oh, fuck yes. Uh, it's, it's a pretty decent one because it has some that I'm like, I forgot that this one existed. Like uh, Bat Squatch is apparently in like the, the Oregon, Washington area. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple others. There's, there's an Oklahoma octopus. What? There's the Skinwalker. Uh, I, I remember yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Skinwalker and Wendigos, I do know. One that we completely forgot about when we were talking about the East Coast, Jersey Devil. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Okay, I thought Mothman was the Midwest, but it looks like he's maybe East Coast. Okay, so... Um, Did you send the map? Uh, oh, cool. There it is. Uh, so the Midwest is not the west coast it's very different the midwest no no no. i know that's to... i i read that there was i guess idaho is closer i mean it's not midwest but it's you know somewhere in between midwest. but the midwest was like coined before we just like fully discovered the the west coast i think because like most of the midwestern states are like more east oh frogman looks fucking fantastic though <laughs> oh the dover demon's creepy some of these like look like they these. were just, like, made up by a child, and then everybody's just like, yep. <laughs> yeah, their kid drew some weird shit, and they're like, that's a cryptid right there. Let's well, it's something it the that, map. like, the, the surrounding community just embraced, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Australia's drop bears. Yes, yeah, and, like, that's legitimate, that's fine. Yeah, they're just koalas, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, Loch Ness Monster Yeah, there's a freakish amount of... Iliyama Lake that's... Monster, Shaswagi, Ogopogo. <laughs> That's one of the ones I was going to ta talk about is the Lake Shalan dragon, which has a hilarious history, but is basically a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> and there's a connecting theory could be that they're all the same monster because the Lake Shalan dragon gets in and out of the main body of the ocean by using underground tunnels that connect the, the lake systems so... to the ocean. So all of these Loch Ness Monster ripoffs are all the same one, just using underground tunnels to hit each point? Perhaps. Seems Wasn't the original Loch Ness Monster just a whale penis? <laughs> you see what? Yeah, dude. You didn't hear that one? <laughs> no. Can you explain? <laughs> so, um... I'll look up... Oh, no, hold on. I'll look up Loch Ness Whale Penis, and we'll see what happens. So the famous Loch Ness Monster photo... Uh, scientists have looked at it and they're like, that's a, that's a whale penis. That's exactly what a whale penis looks like. <laughs> and they will just stick him out of the water, flashing the entire world. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Those do look quite similar. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to ask Tara her opinions on Loch Ness being a whale penis because she was a marine biologist for a while. I love the Loch Ness mystery is finally solved. <laughs> it's just the shadowy picture in a whale penis. So I googled it too, and the first thing I found was LiveScience.com saying, "No, the Loch Ness monster was not a whale penis." I like how <laughs> that's the first thing that came up for you. My first thing is men's health. A professor thinks the Loch Ness monster might be a whale penis. <laughs> Why is that the first article that was suggested to me? I mean, I don't know. It, I I doubt that there's a. a an ancient plesiosaur just swimming around the Loch Ness Lake. Yeah, no, probably not. 
I mean, a lot of dead bodies hide in lakes, so like, why yeah. can't the Loch Ness? Unless they are also using an underground tunnel system, and they just <laughs> scoot out into the ocean and make an appearance every couple of hundred years to keep up appearances. I don't know. It's just weird that like our instinct was to go, no, it's not a whale penis. Like, well, <laughs> I know, I like that. But that, that's the first but that makes sense. Like, no, logic <laughs> cannot be used here. It's a dinosaur, okay? <laughs> It's an ancient dinosaur that's living in this lock. All right, all right, all right, sure. All right, so speaking of uh, logic, in 1994, this dude's truck dies, and the bat squatch descended from the sky to pretty much just look at him and then fly away. And the guy was like, and after he left, my car worked again. So either bat squatch causes mechanical failures in engines or bat scratch is a fantastic mechanic and he can just fix your car on site who knows sky's the limit <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> and then at some point i don't think i got a date for this a pilot was on a midday flight and saw a bat scratch looking creature fly past i don't know um <laughs> In 2009, at Mount Shasta, so we have uh, moved mountains, we've migrated a little bit, maybe to put some space between the diabolical flying monkey rumor and the bat squatch rumor, some hikers witnessed a a bat-like man flying out of a cave. In 2011, a nondescript local, they did not list like a name or any reference to- What's your name? I don't want to be tied to this. <laughs> oh, no. You there kidding? was no name or reference to location. The location was this person's yard. And I was like, where is their yard? No answers. So in 2011, a nondescript local somewhere in the United States saw a nine foot tall blue fur bat winged creature fly past their house while they were- Quote, walking their dog in the yard. End quote. What do you mean walking their dog in the yard? I don't know. That's probably not the actual that quote, out for word me. for word. But uh, yeah, it did say walking their dog in their yard. And I was like, this already seems suspicious. Is it a big yard or Why does it, your dog are they small people with small dogs? Do you not have a fence? Like, what's I'm just thinking deal? about walking a dog in my yard. And I'm like, nah, that's... It's no, not that work. seems like a lot of a lot. You of just effort. let the dog out and be like, figure it out yourself. Yeah, you know how to poop. Have fun. And then in 2014 in Ohio, which seems like a stretch, considering that is not Washington or Oregon, the homeland of the bat squatch, uh, a kid saw a nine foot tall flash, uh, with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan. Don't know how they measured it. Fly by his high school window. Well, maybe he got there through overground tunnels. <laughs> I like overground tunnels. Like sky tunnels. <laughs> sky tunnels. The fastest way to travel is by sky tunnel. Did you not know? That's what planes do. They're really just buses with wings on them. Well, yeah, they're just sky tubes. So I also had a question when I was researching Bat Squatch. I was like, Bat Squatch? Just kind of sounds like Man Bat from DC Comics. Yeah. And when you look up pictures of Man Bat, it's pretty fucking close to pictures of Bat Squatch. So I was like, when did Man Bat come into circulation? Man Bat appeared in 1970. So I'm thinking 
that is probably where this likeness originated from. I did not get far enough into DC Comics to know if Man Bat has the ability to turn machinery on or off just by I looking at it. I don't think so. But I also want to say that like comics are pretty popular now. Most people know the A-listers. Um, comics were super not as popular in the 80s, so I don't think that somebody had an engine break down and go, the Batman comic! <laughs> Dude could have been a big comic nerd. We don't know. And I didn't write down his name, so I can't Google him further. Jonathan Cryptidmeyer. Jonathan Cryptidmeyer discovered the Bat Squatch in 1994. Um, so the next, <laughs> the next cryptid that I looked up was another uh, kind of more obscure cryptid in Washington. So there's a, a big lake called Lake Chelan that's a pretty big one in, like a pretty famous one in Washington. So lake, the Lake Chelan dragon is rumored to be the male Loch Ness, which now that we know that that's a whale penis, it I seems think they're all like male. maybe they're just in a, a gay relationship with each other. Or they're all the one same Loch Ness creature. A liberal woke media turning Loch Ness monsters gay. <laughs> God damn this younger generation <laughs> turning the Loch Ness gay. So this lake is pretty fucking landlocked. And it's also, it's a kind of a weird fucking lake. It's just really long and skinny and windy. So it kind of looks like a little, like a little squiggle of a snake. Supposedly, I don't actually know. If this is geologically backed up, there are a lot of caves and tunnels connecting this lake to the ocean, but it's pretty far inland, so I don't know how feasible that would be for a whale penis to travel through uh, the underground tunnels, but, you know, far be it from me to question underground wormholes that cryptids use. Right. So, hypothetically, caves and tunnels connecting to lakes and the ocean, which would make sense why all there's a bunch of Nessies. In the Northwest. Also, Oklahoma octopus. Don't yeah, forget yeah. that one. True. But that seems like maybe not a whale penis. It's, it's just several. <laughs> it's just several whale penises tied together. Just a real orco orgy <laughs> happening there in Oklahoma. It's <laughs> just a, a giant whale orgy. That would be weird to experience. A giant it's whale weird orgy. to think about. <laughs> yeah, just kind of a lot. So this cryptid has kind of a, it's kind of a bonkers story, which makes it really funny. So here's the deal. Supposedly, this ship captain from fucking Scotland, so way, which I mean, I, I guess Nessie's Scottish, so. Yes. This ship captain from from Scotland uh, in 1812 somehow got this egg as a treasure oh um, god and the egg is uh, you know obviously supposed to be a loch ness egg right we couldn't prove it but we have his eggs yeah we can't prove it but we stole his eggs so the ship captain has this egg and brought it over on his boat in 1812 and then there's a whole wild story about how the boat magically this ocean boat magically made it into a fucking lake that's how far is this lake from the the actual ocean let's look this up miles and miles and miles it's pretty fucking far yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i mean as the crow flies probably a little less than this but the 
the dri- like the driving version is 225 miles. So it's probably pretty close to 100. Yeah, I was about to across. say like if it were 100 feet tunnels. away, if it was if it was 100 feet away from the ocean, that's unbelievable that a boat would just like somehow just like skip and just fly over land into nope, a lake yeah. and it, no, it's miles away like yeah, no, there's uh, not a whole lot of logical sense to that one. But yeah, so Scottish ship captain brings this egg over. He pays an astronomical amount of money to get his boat Oregon trailed over to Lake Chelan. And then once they get there, there's this like wild story of like the egg going overboard and... There's a couple different versions of like some in one version, the ship sinks and that's how the egg ends up at the bottom. In another version, a storm, I think, throws the chest overboard. The captain dives in after it. And then these two women that nobody knew were on the ship somehow go diving in after him. And then as they hit the water, they turn into mermaids and I think drown the captain. All right. And then like recover the egg and that uh, i don't know so the lake chelan dragon's uh early childhood is not well documented you don't say um, <laughs> there's a bunch of sightings in the native language to the area i believe the pron- so the way that it's spelled is t s i l l y but it said that the pronunciation is chili i can um, see that yeah but so they have a bunch of sightings for like throughout time of running into this like evil they they believed it was like an evil spirit i believe the story was something like far more believable than a fucking well, kidnapped wait. dragon well far more believable than a huffing a boat from the fucking puget sound to a lake in the middle of a goddamn state in fucking 1812 like what um, but yeah, so the indigenous peoples have had experience with like this particular being, and they believed it was an evil spirit that had come to like, I guess, haunt and ravage the area. But so it is described as having the legs and body of an alligator, a snake head, large wings, a scaled tail, and an all white like all white skin with a velvety texture, which is interesting. So somebody touched it. They know that it's velvety. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like a wild story. Why aren't we talking first... to him? <laughs> there's a, a wild story of the first time that people encountered it within, like, I think after the, the whole Scottish dude arriving story started, where it like latched onto the leg of the, these three people are bathing in the lake and it latches onto the leg of one of the people. And then just stays latched on. So the other two guys are throwing sticks and stones and like trying to stab it. And it's super ineffective. So then, so this guy's leg is essentially in the mouth of a snake. And they, the other two dudes, sticks and stones aren't working. So their next option was to build a fire. And then they grabbed their friend and dragged him and the the monster across the fire, which apparently worked because its soft velvety skin was offended and it flew away but it was still holding on to the guy so it (laughs) flew away and then immediately dove into the water and drowned the dude and that's uh that's the lake chelan dragon jesus christ he he be vicious 
So I, I, Native Americans <laughs> knew about this, right? Like before. Uh, there wasn't like a time scale on the Native American histories of the Lake Chelan Dragon, but it seems like it was before the like whole. Uh, we came from Scotland with a dragon egg, and our boat okay. came all the way over to this lake. So I would think that the like the Native history would probably be a lot better. I feel like a lot of these, like a lot of like the, the, the dragonish things could have been like not dinosaurs, but like dinosaur adjacent beings that didn't quite die out in the uh, meteor or the um, ice age that could have been around at, for early, early, early natives. And then that story mm-hmm. just get passed down and down and down and down and gets changed every time. Because that makes more sense than a, yes. than a Scottish than a guy with an egg. Boat. Yeah. Yeah. So the... The legends that are from the native people of that area are that there's like a dragon monster that was hidden in the, it says the shadows of Ribbon Cliff on the Columbia River. Yeah. And then uh, they have stories about a monster located in the deep, which is like Chelan in the native language translates to deep water. So early Indians of the area were super wary of canoeing for fear of this monster, which has a very long spelling that I definitely <laughs> cannot pronounce and would absolutely butcher. But the whole lore behind it is that there was great struggles between good and bad spirits in the valley, and an evil spirit in the form of a large serpent would come out of the Chelan River without warning and destroy homes and people and like farmland, or I guess not farmland, destroy their homes and kill people all through the valley. And it would scare away all the animals and the fish, which would leave them without food food for long periods. So then a good spirit finally decided to put up a rock barrier at the lower end of the valley that would dam the river and trap the serpent, which is why the lake has its particular shape um, as being like more long and river-like. And the monster, instead of dying, became enraged. And the serpent slashed his way up the valley, killing all of the in- the native peoples, except for a lone girl picking berries at the top of the valley. The rising water left her stranded, and she eventually died. That seems like Why even that bring her count- up? Like- yeah, I was like, I feel like that counts as he killed her. He I, just was ex- didn't I was expecting, like, like Chekhov's gun. Like, you brought her up for a reason. Like, she was going to mm. reason with the dragon or something. No, but no, no like, wait. Here's, there was a girl. Here, she died, though. Like, here's that's it. why. Because there's, on, in Lake Chelan, there's um, cave drawings of this creature and the people that live there. So, I guess the lore is that before she died she used the berries to paint the story of her life on the rock walls okay that makes sense so i yeah i guess it's it was relevant but she was the sole survivor is it possible that she like got super delirious because she's you know dying of starvation and has these probably hallucinogenic berries uh maybe also I'm just a the skeptic next- guy The next part of this is when divers were brought to Lake Chelan in 1945 to try and locate a Chelan school bus that plunged into the lake and resulted in the loss of an entire generation of almost an entire generation of students and a bus driver. Uh, a what? Just going to pass over that for this dragon guy. Yeah, but no, this is just like a footnote at the bottom of this. By the way, there were kids in a bus. They died tragic. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then divers, when they divers were looking for the bus, they saw a dark shadowy figure <laughs> below the surface. 
One diver was so bothered he refused to go back. It could have been a number of things, but it could have been the bus. Also, I really like the last note is this deep-rooted history behind the Dragon of Lake Chelan has so many different stories, we couldn't possibly share them all. And I'm like, so you shared two? <laughs> like, we didn't want to go for three or, like, four? I don't know. And that's uh the Lake Chelan dragon. Well, thank you for that. That's Now we know about that. Um, <laughs> cryptids are crazy like, like that. Now we know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the universe. Now I've forgotten how to spell a word because that shit is in my brain. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just looked up the Pope Lick monster. <laughs> I just looked up the Pope Lick monster too she because looks cool like he was fuck. Yeah, I'm. The... Is it is it Pope like the Pope or is is it like Pope? No, Pope like I oh I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled like Pope. Oh my god! Did you see one of the people that I work with? That's from Poland. I did they were not showing see me. Him. They showed me a no. They showed me a photo of a Polish pope, and they're like, "Why is this Joe Biden?" And I was like, "What?" I was like, "That's the pope." And he Polish goes, "Oh, pope? I'm glad you know." And then he shows me this video of this girl in um, like on some aisle that has those religious candles that have like Jesus and Mary and the popes on them. And she points at the candle and goes, and goes, Mom, what are all of these? And the mom explains them. And then she goes, but why do they have Joe Biden? And points at a candle that has this Polish Pope on them. What is it with these, like, Joe Biden religious candles, though? I did look that up. Who makes these? Why do they make them? You know, them? it's too bad that cryptids have to be animals. Because, you know, sometimes I wonder if certain political figures are fucking cryptids. Well, there's like, what's the difference between a cryptid, I mean, other than being an animal, and like um, a folk tale or an urban legend, like, you know, Paul Bunyan and uh, Johnny Appleseed, where they're like, they're like urban legend men of folklore, but they're not cryptids. What's the name for uh, them? I don't know, because like folk tale is just a, like a story that's been passed on. Yeah, I'm, I'm more sp speaking of like the specific people, you know, like, like what is Paul Bunyan? Is Babe the Big Blue Ox a cryptid? Oh my god. May well, I, I think people would have to... Do people believe oh, that Babe the Big Blue Ox existed? Wait. How long do we have to go to cryptozoology school to get our doctorate so that we can make Clifford a cryptid? I feel like a long time. <sighs> Seems like not worth it. Like, a enough time to where, like... Nobody remembers who the author is, and we could just make shit up. Uh, well, there's that talk that, that Clifford's a, a kaiju. What the fuck is that? You don't know what a kaiju is? No. Kaiju is like Japanese big beast, so like Godzilla. Godzilla is a kaiju. Oh, got it. But there's like talk about like other cartoon characters that are kaijus technically, and Clifford's one of them. I try, okay, I tried to look up if Babe the Ox is real just to see if anybody's been interested in it as a cryptid i also tried to look it up on the cryptid website and i'm sorely disappointed that currently it does not seem to be a thing lots of people ask if paul bunyan was real they do not care so much about the ox but the earth is flat right like that's that's what i'm getting out of this conversation is is people believe in dumb shit but not like other shit that is also other dumb, dumb but like easier to follow do you want to hear some shit about the Popelik monster? I would, yes. I, I right, specifically so... did not click that wiki link, <laughs> hoping that you would. 
No, I got you. So the Popelik monster is a part man, part goat, or sometimes part sheep, depending on how the Popelik monsters I'm going to be honest. Until I was like 17 years old, I thought that goats were just male sheep. Are you serious? So... It's bonkers. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's rams. <laughs> um, so the Popelik monster got its name from Pope Lick Creek below the Pope Lick train trestle. Awesome. Great. I'm glad we got that context. Where did the Pope Lick part come from? That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't know. Popelik monster. Why is it called that? Because Pope Lick Lake. Why is it called Pope Lick Lake? <laughs> I'm trying to look up, like, name origin. Yeah, there we go. Somebody's asked this fucking question before. Of course they have. It's common sense. Well, I mean, I was expecting the Babe the Big Blue Ox question to come up, and it did not. All right, how did Popelick Creek in Kentucky get its name? I like full disclosure. I don't really know. I feel (laughs) like that hits the same as how you get mad at people on Uh, Amazon. Don't. (laughs) Rachel, do not get me started. No, you gotta start. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why people do it. Like, for the, 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 the two people out there who, who somehow stumbled on a podcast but don't know about Amazon reviews, when you buy something <laughs> through Amazon, sometimes somebody will ask a question and Amazon will be like, I don't know, let me go ask people who bought it. And it'll like send questions out. And people think that they're like obligated to do it. And they're not because like somebody will ask a question like, is this good for like water skiing? And the person's just like, I don't know. Then why did you answer the question? Like, there is now a piece of data out there. There is a link. There's there's storage being taken up for your your asinine not an answer. That's just out there. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, it's your super asinine cool. Lack of knowledge, just floating in the wind now. Yeah, like Amazon will ask me a question. Like, I don't know the answer, so I'm not gonna answer it. That's that's all I gotta do. But now, and you know that that person is getting. The answers, like, who asked the question, like, they're now getting pinged every time somebody answers it. And it's just, like, they're going on their email and just scrolling down. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hate people. I I hate that system more than anything. It's it's Amazon's fault, really. They couldn't just ask the the person, the the, the people who distribute it or make it. No. They ask fucking Mitch in Minnesota who bought this on a sale and opened it once. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And they're like, oh, he's a, a professional in this now because he owns it. So he, he porchossed it. <laughs> um, I tried to look up the origin of public and really did not find much past the one guy being like, I don't know. And it's kind of hard to find because, oh, oh, it took a whole like second page of Google <laughs> went to, second to find page anything. On Google. Well, it doesn't even like to be fair, in pages anymore. It just to be fair, more. yeah, Google but it loaded is, is, more. A, is an awful search engine now. It is not no, good. No, it does not work. Um, um, use DuckDuckGo or StartPage is what I started using. Well, I found a Popelik Trestle Bridge article because fucking everything else is Popelik Monster. And I'm like, no, I want to know. <laughs> uh, and of course, this railroad overpass is said to be home to a murderous goat man. <laughs> Whose very legend has led to very real deaths. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just waiting I... for you to find a part where it's like, oh, it's it's Popelik Bridge because it's over the Popelik Lake. No, Why I should you not. Lake? The home of the Popelik Lake. monster is said to be uh, in Popelik Creek in Kentucky. Thank you. Appreciate this. You've been such a fucking help to society. 
so cool. So cool. All right. Well, Popelik mystery be damned. A half-human, half-goat murderous creature that apparently lives on some railroad tracks. There's apparently numerous urban legends that exist about the creature's origins and methods it employs to claim victims. According to some accounts, the creature uses hypnosis or voice mimicry uh, and lures trespassers on of the uh, trestle, the train trestle, to their... That's a, I think it's one of those like metal bridge things because that's what the picture looks like but it is like also a train a, bridge a picture of the bottom of it yeah I'm yeah sure there's some it's like french route no i looked it up it's literally the fucking train bridge that you see out in the middles middles of nowheres yeah so it's a train bridge goat man lives under a train bridge like a fucking troll and uses hypnosis and voice mimicry to lure people to their death or uh, before an oncoming train how many people has he killed with this oncoming train? So I tried to look up the Pope like name thing too. Like as like a, oh, I'll just look mm-hmm. this up in the background, see if I have any yeah. luck. And I got to Cora, which is where you were before. But I'm like going through it, and I'm getting more Amazon answer fucking people. Like fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but my grandkids who are teenagers love to walk there. I understand that. That's. I don't care about your grandkids. Why are you giving this information up, man? Fishing has to be so easy now. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. The dangers of Pope Lick Trestle are no myth. Since its construction in the late 1800s, the Trestle has been responsible for dozens of deaths and countless injuries and has been a source of trauma for the, for the many victims, families, and railroad employees. While individual accounts of specific incidents are suspiciously hard to track down online, hmm. we've been able to consolidate an official list of news stories regarding the dangers of the Trestle. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Pope the Popelik monster first, and then I will tell you about his murder victims. The first fucking comment on the Popelik monster page is Pooplik monster. <laughs> there's a responding comment. There's a responding comment that just says no. <laughs> Those are the two uh, t- personality types in the world right now. Yeah. Poop monster? <laughs> Poop. No. No. Oh, God. Somebody put, does he lick the Pope? I mean, that was my first guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, same. It seems kind of straightforward. Um. All right, so Pope lick monster uh, lures people to their deaths. Some people say it uses, like, hypnosis and mimicry to lure people before an oncoming train. Other stories claim the monster jumps down from the trestle onto cars passing underneath it and crushes them and attacks them. Other legend says that it attacks its victims with a blood-stained axe. Jesus. It has also been said that the very sight of the creature is so unpleasant that people just jump off the trestle. Isn't it just like a goat man? Yeah, I guess. Like like Baphomet or Yeah, it's just like a anthropomorphic goat dude. Oh, oh, I like this. Other legends explain the creature's origins in that it is a human goat hybrid that was a circus freak who vowed revenge after being mistreated. Holy shit. <laughs> in one version, the creature escaped the train, a train that was derailed on the trestle. Which actually links the Popelik monster to the legend of the ghost train. 
which has also been cited on the trestle. What? Okay, so there's this trestle has a lot of lore associated with it. This fucking trestle tale. I love another version claims the monster's a reincarnation of a farmer who sacrificed goats in exchange for satanic powers. That sounds Okay, that dope. is the most plausible out of all of this. Like that like, oh, there's totally a Buffy episode about that, I'm sure. I like that the Pope Lick monster has no reported sightings. You don't say. So how, how the fuck do you know what it looks like? Like, what does he just draw pictures of himself? And you're like, oh God, that must be what he looks like. All right. The people that have been murdered at the uh, Pope Lick trestle. Who was murdered? I want names. Yeah, I'm I know. Think, I'm sorry. I'm beginning to think nobody. I got distracted by this website because they have a... Uh, it's called Beargrass Thunder, and they have a bunch of um like links to things and a spooky season September first to November tenth. And I'm like, are you a currently operating website? Because you kind of look like what websites look like in the early two thousands. Like it's got Space Jam the movie vibe. I was going just on. about to. I was just about to say mm-hmm. the Space Jam website. Oh, it changed. What? Yeah. Ugh. Did it really? Yeah, it's for the new Space Jam. Because as you were saying, um, like the old '90s, I was like, I was going yeah. to Space Jam to see if it was the, the mm-hmm. still the same. Why would they take? Why would they take Space Jam away from us? Because there's a rude. it's the new Space Jam movie, which was not bad, but it was just okay. The people who said it was bad, like. The original Space Jam was also bad, guys. I don't know what movie you were watching. I love Space Jam. One of my favorite movies ever. I watch it when I'm sick and eating grilled cheese with tomato soup. It's not a good movie, guys. It's, <laughs> no, not. it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Michael Jordan, not an actor. Not an a- not even a little bit. Mm, no. No. LeBron James is a better actor than Michael Jordan. I like I watched Space Jam expecting bad and I'm like, this isn't a good movie by any measure, but like oh, LeBron sells it for me. Mm-hmm. To a degree He's better than Michael Jordan. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, there's a plot, and the plot happens, and the plot does get resolved. And I feel like this original Space Jam didn't really have that. I haven't watched the original Space Jam in so fucking long. I also have not watched the new Space Jam. It's, um, like I said, not bad. Not bad, he says. Yeah, I heard it was pretty pretty damn good. I mean, I've I've heard, you know, everybody hates it just because, like... You know, the same thing with, like, the, the, the newer versions of the Ghostbusters movie and all that. And, oh, well, it's the original's so much better. And it's like, is it? Or are you wearing your rose-tinted nostalgia glasses and the original yeah. was bad, but you're remembering your childhood and how you felt then? Yeah, probably that one. <laughs> well, this website you sent me to has a lot of... A lot going on. But a is it this trestle, or do just people just die at trestles in general because they're inherently dangerous? They're fucking trestles. <laughs> All right, so um, the people that the Pope-like monster has supposedly lured to their death—these are at least the most verifiable ones. John K. List in 1985 was struck and killed by a railroad company train. They were on the trestle shooting crows when the train approached. Randall which was the person that he was with, was able to survive by hanging from one of the cross ties. John tried to outrun the train and unfortunately (laughs) did not succeed. (laughs) 
Uh, fucking one time, uh, me and my friend used to use railroad tracks to travel around places because they cut through a lot of back areas, so it's like faster than trying to take streets. Um, and one time we're walking on the railroad track and we start hearing a train coming, and we both laughed because we were like, "How do people get hit by trains? Like, all you do is step to the side." Like, on a trestle, I kind of get it. Like, it's jump off or get hit by a train. But I would I would still think that outrunning it probably shouldn't be your first option. Now, I mean, other than the uh, Stand By Me Gone Wrong incident that happened here. Stand By Me Gone Wrong. What does that have to do with the Poplic Monster? Uh, that's a great fucking question. Because it sounds like exactly what this the is... thing says is they were shooting crows. They're probably drinking. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, and he tried to outrun a train. There's no no mythological well, beast involved. To to be fair, I'm reading uh a thing titled uh Poplic Trestle Deaths and Injuries. But these are the things that people are somehow connecting to. So this particular article isn't, but these are somehow connecting to the Poplic monster that apparently makes people want to die. Maybe the Poplic monster told him that outrunning the train was a good idea and he could do it. (laughs) You got this, bro. Oh, I like the last detail. Unfortunately struck and killed by the train 30 feet from the end of the trestle. He was so close. And the trade said no. So the next is David Wayne Bryant in 1986. Uh, was a young man who died due to crossing the Poplic Trestle. He was able to avoid an oncoming locomotive by jumping off the trestle. Unfor- oh, okay. I When they said locomotive, I didn't exactly put train in my brain. All right, so he avoided getting hit by a train. What? Just call it a fucking train. What era are we in? He avoided getting hit by a train by jumping off the trestle and unfortunately died of severe injuries. Again, doesn't sound like a mythological beast was involved. Kind of sounds like all these people are just like on a train bridge, which is a bad idea to begin with. Yeah, which is just not fucking helpful. Um, Jack J.C. Charles Baum II in 1987 was a university student and on February 18th, he was struck and killed by a train. Damn, that Poplic monster strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Spray painted at the base of the trestle. Oh, it's just a is, eulogy. Is the Poplic monster the name of the train? <laughs> it fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, did the fucking train? The goddamn conductor just painted... A half man, half goat creature on the front of the train and was like, it's time to claim another one. <laughs> he's got a fucking, he's got chalk mark tallies next to the controls. Oh my God. That, yeah, this makes total, this is, this makes sense. The public monster is an image painted on the front of a murder train. Yeah, we, we solved it, boys and girls. We're all train. done. Yeah, Grady in 1992. All these people are young, too. I don't know how old John K. List was. Yeah, they're all teenagers drinking on a fucking train track. (laughs) Yeah, David was 19. I called him Dwayne. My bad. Um, Charles, or Jack, was 17. The next person, Grady, who's a Miami University student, is 19. Like many others, it was too late when the oncoming train was noticed. How do you not fucking notice a train on a trestle? You're drinking. I... I guess. You're drinking and playing that loud Duran Duran. 
Oh, this one got all specific. Okay, so these are just written horribly. Because he noticed the train. He hopped over the side to hold on to one of the railroad ties. Couldn't hold on long enough. And apparently, at approximately 1.45 a.m., backing up your whole uh, drinking thing, <laughs> Grady fell 100 feet from the truck. What was a teenager doing in the woods near a train bridge Do, at 1 in the morning? What would a teenager be doing on a trestle? Crazy. Yeah, no, I am uh, fully on board with the fucking train. Is called the Popelik Monster. Christina Butts, spelled exactly <laughs> how you think it is, and two other young women and three young men were almost across the trestle when they saw a light from an oncoming train. All managed to survive with minor injuries by climbing down the metal parts of the trestle. Christina was paralyzed in fear and too frightened to move, so firefighters had to pull her off of the bottom of the trestle. So she didn't die. I no, none of those people died. Why is it here? I don't know then? why it's specifically lists her. Yeah, well, and it says it says minor injuries, so I don't know. Fortunately, not all incidents result in death. The last one did. I know. Fourteen-year-old Michael Wells was able to avoid an oncoming train by tucking his body underneath the wooden tracks and hanging on until the train passed overhead. So there's a couple smart people in here. Uh, no. Oh my god, this guy's my favorite so far. 35-year-old James Ratterman uh. in 1994 uh, was attempting to cross the trestle on an ATV. Shut the when fuck a up. True, when a true living nightmare occurred. Whoa, sh ATV... stop, stop. Hold on. A true living nightmare occurred. A train was on train tracks. <laughs> no, no, no! It's not. Nobody that. saw this coming. <laughs> Literally, because he the fucking public monster got him, snuck up on him. It's a very quiet train. It's one of those new Tesla trains where you can't hear it if it's going under fifteen miles per hour. Those new Tesla trains in the eighties. <laughs> um, the ATV flipped over and pinned him on the trestle. The conductor and engineer of the train watched helplessly as the man tried to kick the ATV off of him. I mean, uh, that's tragic. But the Pope Lake monster but... was excited about it. I bet he was. Is, does he the conductor people? and the engineer were like, oh, God, no. And the train was like, yes. Yes. Another victim. Add the tallies. Do you think the conductor and the engineer are like, they've been kidnapped and they're just sort of forced into this life <laughs> of servitude? To they're, the, they're the ghost writer in this situation. Yeah, they just have to keep feeding the train sacrifices. Otherwise, the train's like, I'm going to find your family and hit them with the train. I'm going to lay tracks through your living room, wait till family movie night. <laughs> A 19-year-old named Nicholas Jewell was caught on the trestle. Uh, his only hope of survival was shockingly clinging to the side long enough for the train to pass, much like his predecessors. Despite his best effort, the train shook him loose and he fell to his death. Why do people keep going to this fucking dump bridge? Stop it. Oh, we, well, we got a little smarter for like a hot minute. In 2016 is the 20. next death. So, so this is still happening, like... <laughs> yeah, the most recent one is 2019. Somebody COVID Stop. sacrificed. Stop. Roquel Bain in 2016 and her boyfriend Dayton, who are Ohio residents, were visiting... This is in Kentucky, by the way had a tour of the Waverly Hills Sanatorium scheduled for that night. Why is that a detail that's... 
Oh, because they then they wanted to investigate the Popelick monster. Legend. <laughs> it's a shitty legend. So they okay. headed to Popelick Road. This is the first death. This is to the first one that's connected. involve the Popelick monster. Well, and it's only involved because this weird out of pocket story somehow became popular, and then uh, these people were trying, coming to investigate. Well, they fucking met the Popelick monster because um. I swear it's they that did damn the same train. thing where they walked out on the trestle, noticed noticed a, a passing train. I can't, you could just fucking look up the schedule. Like, what? <laughs> Again, knew they could not outrun it, tried to hang off the side. Ooh, she this was This is 2016. You have Google she, at this point. She was unable to move fast enough and was struck by the Popelik monster. Oh, this one says these trains can weigh hundreds of thousands of tons and move up to 50 miles per hour. You don't say. Should I do the math on how much PSI that is? No, it's it's a lot. Enough to yeah. kill a person. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she got hit by the train and then fell from the trestle. And that was the most the recent one? Uh, No, that was 2016. The most recent one was 2019. Ugh. And it's Savannah Bright, who's 15. I need to know why it's called Popelik. Like, that's... that's. Yeah, I just... I cannot. That is officially my white whale. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, damn it. <laughs> the article that's... It's posted by the Courier-Journal, which is a, it seems to be a local the Popelik, Popelik standard. newspaper. Yeah, the Popelik <laughs> Times. Oh my god. Um, Fucking... The last sentence is a local urban legend suggests that the Popelik monster can be summoned by stepping on the Popelik trestle or by crossing it. The Popelik monster is the fucking train, dude. Guys, it's the I train. Think you hit the nail on the head. It's the train. Just don't... It's the fucking train. Generally, stay away from train tracks in Popelik. Everywhere, actually. Just don't... Just stay away from trains. They're big and dangerous. They're big, dangerous, and... Now one has the taste for blood. I'm told that they're uh, that they can weigh hundreds of thousands of tons and move up to 50 miles per hour. That's something. Oh my, oh my god! In 2016, a retired train engineer who regularly drove the Popelik trestle uh, was involved in 43 collisions during his 34-year career. <laughs> Why did he still only, work after oh, the second? Oh, only one of which was a suicide. Huh. There was no suicide mentioned. But maybe it didn't happen on the trestle. That just means it wasn't reported. Because yeah, he said how many? Uh, 43. Yeah, there's there's Collisions. a lot less than 43 on the, the page. Yep. Yeah, well, and also it mentions um, people committing suicide, but doesn't... What an urban legend. What a fu- Yeah, what? Yeah, it's just the fucking train. The public monster is the goddamn it's train. It's the train, the guys. The nail on the head. The cryptid <laughs> is the goddamn train. Solved. Mystery <laughs> done. Wow, we should we should just tackle all the, the mysteries of the world. We could do this pretty easy. We could take one cryptid at a time and start just immediately connecting. We them just scooby do to... the fuck out of this. <laughs> we got this. We just debunked all of the Pope. We took off the murders. we took off the monster mask and it was a fucking train underneath. Who'd have thought? <laughs> we just scooby dooby dooed that situation. <laughs> Alright, I think that's a good spot to stop. I, th- I think so too. Well, thank you for listening. This has been a riveting journey into... Into our newfound career. Of Scooby-Doo investigating. Cryptid Detectives. Cryptid Detectives. What a fucking name that is.
Oh man, that's just supernatural. Damn it. Next time on Cryptid Detectives. Son of a bitch, you're right. That is supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. Which one of us is Dean and which one of us is Sam? I don't care. That's who I am. <laughs> that's the correct answer. You've won. All right, I'm spinning the wheel. Um, Next week on We Have That Podcast at Home, we will be tackling the vague subject of comedy. I think that just means that we're just a comedy podcast. Yes. I don't think we've done really, truly much hard-hitting news. We just made a bunch of jokes about people dying from trains, so I can't believe the fucking train is the cryptid. I can. It was there the whole I time. Mean... It was Chekhov's train. It was Chekhov's train. It was right there the whole time. <laughs> Introduced in Act One. 